Have you ever noticed how we're different and the same and the same and we're different and we're different and the same? All kinds of people. the talk of Muncie WMUN. All kinds of people. Hosted by Dr. Joe Mashevitz. Getting to know the people of Muncie and Delaware County, Indiana in a way you've never heard before. It's another way we're using our voice to build our community from Woof Boom Radio and 92.5 FM, 1340 AM, WMUN. Here's your host, Dr. Joe. Hey, 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 everybody. Dr. Joe on all kinds of people. Welcome back to the program. And today, just very interesting to have Lathay Pegues with me in the studio. Lathay, thanks for coming down to Wolf Boom. Well, thanks for having me. We're going to do a little chatting about what I'm sure many of us have in our refrigerators. Thank you. But we're going to get into hot sauces and sneaky sauces and other sauces a little later. But born and raised in Muncie? Yes. Yeah. Back me up a little bit. And what were some of the interests you were in as you phased out of elementary school and headed into high school? Uh, so, of course, basketball. Ah, a little b-ball <laughs> action. Okay. Of course, basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, we breathe basketball around here um so uh played basketball going into well all through elementary middle school um i graduated from washington carver elementary okay uh that's where i started playing organized ball and then went to wilson middle school and played my two years there and then went to south side ah south side for my freshman year and uh Tried out for the basketball team. Now, I had started, I had been a starter since fourth grade all the way up until that point. And anyone who knows me back then, I, I was a late bloomer. I was, was I was small guy. Okay. Uh, and when we got to Southside, um, that was the first year there was a new coaching staff. They weren't from around here. Oh, um, here we go. And I got placed on the B team. At Southside, hmm. and I was very angry, uh, and I quit because okay. I'm not playing for anybody's B team. And I quit, and then probably a week later, after I had calmed down and thought about it, I went to the coaches, told them that I had made a mistake, and that you know asked if they would let me back on the team, and they said you know, no, just come back next year and try out, and so. I packed my things up, and after the year was over, I transferred to Central. <laughs> <laughs> and so, in Central, what kinds of things were we into at Central? <clears throat> um, so I was, of course, in the basketball, and yes, I did make the team. Yeah. Um, okay. And uh, band. Um, I forgot to mention too, marching band was huge oh. to me. I, I marched at Southside for two summers. What instrument? Percussion. Okay. Percussion. I've been playing drums since I was old oh. enough to sit on my cousin's lap at church, and he worked the foot pedals for me, and I held there the There was sticks. nothing like a football stadium with a group of drummers in the corner banging out percussion. Oh, man. <laughs> Fun times. I, I really enjoyed marching band. Um, so, yeah, basketball and marching band were 
So uh, what triggered an interest for you to drift off to Indiana University and get a broadcast journalism degree? Did you do some writing in high school? Did you report? Did you... I'm just kind of fascinated by how we combine band, basketball, into broadcast journalism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've always been a kid who was interested in just an array of things. Um, And so... Uh, the news, people ask me how that piqued my interest. And the best that I can remember is I spent significant time at my grandparents' home. And they were always watching the news. And I just remember being younger thinking, like, that would be a cool job to have. Like, the reporters out in the field and they're in different places at all times and the stories. I just always thought that was fascinating. So in high school... I knew that I wanted to go to to uh, college and become a broadcaster. So, I yeah, I took the mass media classes and yearbook and things like that. Okay. So you yeah. built up those credentials. Yeah. It sounds like, too, um, reporting is kind of like doing a fast break with the team down the court. <laughs> Thank you. So. I tell you what. Yeah, it gets fast-paced real quick. <laughs> um, activities. Outside of school, you did the band, and now mm-hmm. you're coming out of IU and off to be a reporter and an anchor. A um, little bit in Illinois and then off to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. What are some memories of back in those days of being the anchor in a uh, community and meeting the deadlines? And Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, those are, those, those are some of the best memories. Um I had just, it was a dream job. And even when I was attending uh, IU and going through all my journalism classes and broadcast classes, and it still seemed like uh, a dream. Because you're back with your grandparents watching Walter Cronkite right. and those other people. <laughs> right. Yeah, saying, this is cool. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I remember I had an instructor and we had, I, I was probably a junior and so you know we're we're doing on-camera stuff and and she would sit back and she was watching me and afterward she came up she said you have a very strong presence on camera and I remember when she told me that that was my first time I really thought man maybe I maybe I can do this and so I graduated and uh I sent out, you know, you got your resume tapes, and I sent resumes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, tapes. Yeah, there were there tapes back then. Yeah, there's the good old tapes. You know, VHS <laughs> tapes. <and laughs> yes. So I had sent a few out, uh, and you, you know, you just kind of send those all over the place. And um, I was still in Bloomington, and remember, I'd gone to Walmart one night, and come back home, and here's another uh, old term for you my uh, answering machine was was blinking <laughs> and so i went to oh, boy, to listen to it memories and, to me yeah and uh i went to play the message in it was the news director from wgem tv in quincy illinois quincy illinois yeah the nbc affiliate i and, worked in peoria illinois oh okay so you weren't so, yeah, okay you weren't too far away okay. yeah and uh yeah, and so they said they had received my resume tape, liked what they saw, and wanted me to call them ASAP. So I called them the next day, and and the day after that, I was on my way to Quincy for an interview. Ah, yeah. Do you, do you have a sense 
by the way, back then, that it was a little unusual to be black and be asked to do that kind of thing? I think I think some of that is what drew me to it. Um, okay. Because when I remember watching the news, and I couldn't tell you what their names were, but there weren't no. many at all. No. And so I, I think that's what kind of drew me to it. Here's an interesting thing. Um, I was the first black male on-air talent at the station I started, I worked for okay. in Quincy, Illinois. That's why I was very curious about that, because with my experience in Peoria as well, mm -hmm. that would have been breaking ground. Yeah. And so I'm quite fascinated that Quincy said, let's do this. And he, based on this conversation, it's pretty easy for me to see how that personality would work quite well. Thank you as yeah. an anchor person. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I, uh, I mean, they, they gave me a shot and, um, they like they said they they loved what they saw and uh, thought I'd be a good fit and um, I started working there and I mean I start you know climbing the ranks there and got a lot of respect for my work yeah and uh, they hated to see me go but yeah because you went on to Milwaukee I went on to Milwaukee a bigger market a bigger market even yeah. better yeah and it was interesting because it was the the network I went and worked for in Milwaukee it was remember wb when wb was yeah. getting big yeah, and so yeah. it was this it was this kind of different concept like we did all the news locally but like our weather was done on the east coast on the east so, coast yeah it was yeah, it was a weird uh weird kind of hey everybody we're talking with lathay piggies and um gonna take him out of his tv career when we come back and talk about him in the kitchen, messing around with a bunch of different ingredients <laughs> and uh, what it's led to today. So stay with us, everybody. It's uh, Dr. Joe on all kinds of people. every week and podcast on demand soundcloud.com slash wmun radio back to dr joe hey hey everybody welcome back with lathay pagis and myself and lathay okay we've got the tv career the tv station closed down said goodbye you return to muncie and you bring back memories of a gentleman called john tom branson Yes. Who headed up to Muncie from Mississippi way back when to bring his family up here and start over and got caught up in his sauces. Yeah. So talk a little bit about being in the kitchen messing around with what you thought were his sauces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the memory of Grandpa. Yeah. Grandpa, I was I was very close to my grandparents. Um, and uh, my grandpa, John Tom Branson, um <clears throat> He was like a second father to me. Spent a lot of time with him. And, uh, yeah, he was, uh, you know, one of the biggest things I remember about him is his love for barbecue. <laughs> love. I remember reading a story about him smoking meats all the time and yeah. a lot of the neighbors saying, hey, time out. Come yeah. on, we got to close our windows. And we yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd fill that the industry neighborhood up with uh, good good wood smoke uh, on a lot of lot of that weekends uh but yeah so that's what he loved and i spent a lot of time with him and so he 
yeah, he had created this 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 secret barbecue sauce, uh, and I was with him a lot of times when he'd make it, go to the store with him when he'd buy ingredients. Uh, but he never wrote the recipe down. You know how they kind of did back then. They, I think that's quite normal back then. Yeah, it was. And also kind of just throwing things in a bowl to see how it was going to come out. Yeah. And then, ooh. But the thing about it, his sauce came every time with no recipe. Yeah. And so uh, he passed away when I was 11. Okay. And he took that recipe with him. And so when I was attending IU, something popped in my head to try and make his <laughs> his sauce. I love this story. And this is what starts <laughs> here this is what starts the story to the creation of John Tom's barbecue LLC. Um, and so I tried to make his sauce just based off of the the knowledge of what I knew he put in it. And this turned into a five year endeavor, just messing around in the kitchen on weekends. Um, carried that with me to Quincy, Illinois, to Milwaukee. And I finally developed uh, what people n know as John Tom's original. Um, I developed that. Now, a lot of people say, well, is that his recipe? No, it's not. Uh, I kind of deviated from trying to create yeah, his recipe because yeah. I was onto something and I just stuck to that. And uh, so it's not his recipe, but I felt confident that he would be proud of what I created. So that's I why have I put his no name doubt. on the bottom. He's very proud of that. Yeah. And so you're in a partnership with another grandson of his, Rodney. Yeah. Uh, actually, Terrell. Terrell oh, Cooper Terrell. Okay. is the other grandson. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's three yes. types of sauces now. Actually, um, four. Oh. Because we came out with uh, we came out with a new one. Um, it was two years ago. It's called Pepper Gold. Ooh, pepper uh, it's gold. A mustard -based I'm sorry sauce. for not. No, having that's pepper okay. Gold it's a it's a newer one, so we're still getting the word out there about it. I've got the uh, original taste in my, and then I've got sneaky hot and Hoosier heat. Thank yeah, you. Yes. <laughs> Which I love the name of. It makes me kind of back up a little bit, but, <laughs> but they are tasty. Thank and you. so, uh, TV career gone. Now you've got a company. That's in Kroger, Target, Fresh Time, a U.S. Foods deal. So all of a sudden, sauces are everywhere. Yeah, sauces are. They're yeah. getting around. They're 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 getting around. Um, we've uh, got a good portion of Indiana covered, and now we're we're crossing borders. Okay. So um, got some have some uh, deals in Kentucky, Ohio. Um, and uh, Illinois, so we're starting to we're starting to become more of a regional brand rather than just an Indiana brand. And can one find you sometimes back in the kitchen, still messing around with ingredients yeah. to say maybe we'll come up with a fifth one before we're all done, or maybe yeah. we'll come up with yeah. We're always kind of thinking about product extension, uh, trying to keep our finger on the pulse of what's trending or what do people what's new or what do people gravitate to um so yeah yeah you can find me in the well you can find me in the kitchen all the time i, I just i love to cook so <laughs> i do i cook a lot and uh yeah i'll i'll play around and hopefully yeah here in the we right now we we feel pretty comfortable with four different sauces okay um and we really want to get those going to where we feel like it's running itself before we start introducing more skews um 
So, and then it's crazy right now. The industry is crazy. We're still dealing with, um, you know, companies not being able to get the ingredients they need and um, freight. And so we don't want to overextend ourselves. So we're going to stick with the four flavors right now. And, and then hopefully when everything settles down, we can start introducing some different things out there. And I assume much of your time is still taken up with going to trade shows, going to the Indiana State Fairgrounds and doing shows and being available yes. to get the word out, right? Yeah, I mean... Which consumes a it, chunk of time, obviously. Uh, every day. I mean, you know, it's... it's Marketing is, is a 24-hour job. And whether that means social media or that means being in front of someone or doing trade shows, it just never ends. It, it doesn't stop. And so um, day in, day out, we're, we're doing something to promote our brand. Um, but I love the trade shows. That's where I met you. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, you and know, I, just, I got hooked on the smile, and we, <laughs> we knew this was a Muncie product. And so um, that's when I made my... Um, extend my offer to say be on the show because I was just fascinated with how you were totally dishing out little spoons of taste. <laughs> I, well, it was like you were doing a fast dribble down the sidelines. Like you were, and I thought, how could he keep doing that so fast and giving people all these testing spoons? And they were just taking it right up. It was yeah. really interesting. Well, you, you I mean you get into a, a exhibition hall where there's thousands of people and. You want to touch as many as those people as you can. So, you know, over the years, we've we've gotten good at it. And, I mean, if there's, let's say, three couples standing there and they all want to taste, I tell them, hey, everybody step up. I'm going to knock you all out at the same time. I know. And <laughs> I was amazed at how quick you could do those little spoons and then had all three at that time, oh, all four of the flavors out there. And I'm thinking, how does he keep track of that? Do you like a spicy one, this one? And, um, <laughs> and it was just intriguing to stand there for a while and watch before we went up and said hi. But um, So away from this, wait, when you want to take a break, are you out shooting hoops? Are you doing something with family? Are you <laughs> – what? yeah, where's the break come? So that's something that people get on me about. It's just they think I need to break more than I do, yeah. and I do. Um, but I do, I make sure that I try to balance out, you know, and so, um, family time, you know, one of our things we like to do is we go to the movies. Okay. Um, oh. we'll go catch, catch a movie. Um, my youngest daughter is involved in sports. So you can see right now, you can see us at the, uh, local track and field events. Good for um, Good so for that, her. but I, I, I try to make sure that. All of my time is not taken by or consumed by John Toms. You know, I, I got to take a breather and come up for air. And um, I'm about about ready for a vacation. I need one real bad. Um, so I'm trying to figure out when will be the best time. Because we're, I mean, we're right at the beginning of our our busy Prime season. season. Uh, I just Prime spoke, season. yeah, spoke with uh, Indianapolis Motor Speedway yesterday. And they're already saying, hey, this is, First week of May, this is what we're going to be ordering. Do you have it in stock? Do you, so it's like we're we got to get ramped up and ready for for this summer because it when it starts, it doesn't stop. Yeah, so. it is barbecue season. Thank you, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the memories of Grandpa coming back, making oh, sure everything on the grill. Yes, yes. Yeah, my Grandpa would wake you up early in the morning, that summer mornings, that smoke just coming through the window and <laughs> wake you right up. <laughs> 
We've been talking with Lassay Pegues, everybody, from John Tom's Barbecue. And let me put a plug in to go to www.johntomsbbq.com. And you can check out what stores it's in, but also just take a good look at the product. Thanks so much for coming in, good sir. I want to let you get free now to get back into getting those sauces ready. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for, so much for having me. We hope to tune in again next week, everybody, to all kinds of people. You all have a good week. Dr. Joe saying goodbye. <laughs>